back here at our podcast. Today we're talking about being gluten-free. Now, to some that may sound daunting and the end of the world, like, oh my god, how am I ever going to have real bread and bagels and croissants again? It's exactly how I felt seven years ago when I found out and realized that I had to go gluten-free for real. Uh, so let's start. How did, how did it begin? So I was eating out a lot at the time. Um, my boyfriend and I at the time, you know, went out to eat. We made food at home. We were somewhat healthy, somewhat not. We definitely just ate what we wanted. Um, definitely when we cooked at home, we were more nutritious, like chicken and uh, veggies and fish and veggies and stuff like that. But when we went out, we definitely, you know, had our share of what we wanted to eat. And I realized that almost every time I went out, I felt like crap afterwards, um, even sometimes after cooking at home. And it took me a while to realize, like, you know, what could it be? I have no idea. Like, how am I going to figure this out? Um, even with doctors, they need to, like, basically have a food journal to figure out what you're allergic to. And that is just a huge pain in the butt, as we all know. So anyways, I took out dairy and gluten at the same time um, to figure out what might help me think, feel better. You know, like what is it that's causing all this crap and making me feel distressed and having digestive issues and in turn also causing migraines, which we've talked about before. So I reintroduced dairy and I was fine. Um, like I mentioned in my migraine episode, I basically uh, avoided the soft cheeses for a while and still kind of do. I have very little soft cheese and for the most part um, very little dairy. I'll have hard cheeses and I'll allow myself sour cream or cheese on nachos or pizza and things like that. Um, But that is not a daily thing of course. So did that and then I reintroduced gluten and wheat and realized oh no this is not good I feel horrible after eating this uh, obviously the culprit I have to admit during the first year I wasn't as strict as I should have been and um, allowed myself cross-contamination at restaurants because I want certain I wanted certain foods like french fries or whatever it might be and um, you know didn't really think too much of it but after a while I started realizing that cross-contamination and not cutting things out completely was not helping I really needed to um, assume that I was celiac because that's basically what my body was telling me um, I didn't actually get the exact celiac test. Um, I was basically told your you already act and your body reacts like a celiac. You know, don't bother with the test at this point. Your gluten-free allergy is basically the same as celiac. So, although I could have gotten a test, I decided not to. I do when I go to restaurants say that I'm celiac so they take it seriously and don't think that it's a fad like some folks out there like you know seven years ago you know a lot of folks were saying I'm gluten-free because it's a diet or a fad and they thought they would lose weight that way 
uh, the company was still new, but um, it was definitely something I had to make sure they truly understood and went back and told their chef and do to this day make sure that they tell their chef and write it down when they're taking the menu notes that I have an allergy, like a true allergy, no cross-contamination, be really careful. So anyways, um, it's been seven years, um, I've cut out and learned a lot, and I realize that, you know, it gets easier, so for the folks who are just starting out with being gluten-free and realizing it's not an easy start. Yeah, it's not an easy start, but luckily today, um, 2021, there are so many, many, many great options out there. Um, there's so many substitutes for what you want to eat and what you enjoy. I mean, this year, January, Oreos came out with fruit Oreos. Yes, they may not be 100% the same, but I have to admit, they're double stuff still pretty good and after not having had them for seven years I was pretty excited I have to admit I bought them twice <laughs> so it doesn't mean you know it's the end of the world um, I definitely felt a lot healthier I feel healthier today my body feels so much better it doesn't react to food um, poorly anymore at least not usually um, I am also low FODMAP because I do have other digestive issues, so I wanted to really cut out the foods that will potentially cause pain for di digestion. That includes, you know, certain beans, certain vegetables, certain fruits. Um, you know, like the fruits I like to eat are more berries, like blueberries and strawberries. Um, I started reintroducing a few things, but I am mainly low FODMAP and gluten-free, and I will say there's still plenty, plenty, plenty of options, and I'm eating and living fairly normally. Um, like, things that I miss are few and far between. Um, I will say I definitely miss croissants, because when I lived in Malta, uh, when I was in law school, oh my god, when was this? This was like... 2008 maybe something like that seven eight I lived in Malta for a few weeks uh, while I was studying abroad and oh, just imagine seeing the Mediterranean from your apartment balcony it was gorgeous blue with sailboats everywhere of all different colors anyways every morning I would get up for class run downstairs and Guy at the bakery knew my order. It was a chocolate-filled croissant with a cappuccino to go, which I ate and drank on the way to the bus to class. And yeah, at the time I was, you know, super young, um, could definitely afford to eat whatever I wanted. But those croissants I can still taste to this day, and that is one thing I wish I could still have. Maybe one day, maybe one day I'll find my gluten-free chocolate croissant. Um, till then, I will have to wait. So. Again, I just want to say there are a lot of options out there. Um, you just need to be careful though, because there are a lot of there's a lot of hidden gluten. So, for example, um, soy sauce, mustard, soup, dressings, even vitamins. Like, check, check, check. Make sure they are gluten free. Um, took me a while to realize where the hidden gluten was, and I definitely fell into those traps, especially 
unfortunately with sushi um even with sashimi they sometimes glaze it with like a soy glaze so you need to be super careful and like ask as many questions as you can if you're even if you're ordering in like i have to say i rarely order food that i'm not a hundred percent sure on because you can't like talk to the waiter or the chef like you have to you're just ordering for an app like what can you really do when you get food um other things to think about is you know maybe make some of those things at home like soup i missed soup for a while because i couldn't find places to get soup in the winter that didn't have flour mixed in to you know make it thicker so now I make soups and chilies at home and truthfully it tastes better and lasts longer. You can make a huge ass pot and put in whatever you want in it and it's so good. So that's definitely something I've been doing this winter and the past winters as well. Um, there's definitely great places that you can get gluten-free food to uh, make what you want. Great ingredients such as like Whole Foods and Wegmans and um, if you don't have those there's definitely other places sure that sell it. Um, a lot of grocery stores even have like a gluten-free aisle where you can find all the ingredients you need for whether it's baking or cooking or whatever it might be. Um, I will have to say um, if you ever liked <laughs> the pastries and sandwiches at Starbucks, which I did during grad school, so it was like that easy quick and go, grab your coffee, grab a sandwich, a treat. Um, none of those are gluten-free. Um, they did have gluten-free sandwiches for like a hot minute for breakfast and I was super excited and then I guess those didn't do well so those are gone. So definitely want to say be careful when you're eating out. Ask the questions. Check the back of every box. Um, if it doesn't say gluten-free, check the ingredients. Get to know it. Understand like what is inside. What you're eating and in the end you'll get used to it you'll be faster at it you'll know what you can and cannot eat and truthfully you'll get over the things that you thought you were gonna miss because in the end like i said there's substitutes there's options out there and it's a gluten-free world uh, there's t-shirts about it come on yeah they might be mocking me whatever but it's healthier, it's better for you, it's less crap, and I have to say, I feel great, and I have no problem being gluten-free anymore. I think it was a good thing that it happened. I'm healthier, um, I eat better food, I'm more careful about what I choose. Yeah, of course I give myself my treats when I want. Why wouldn't I have chocolate? that can be gluten-free you can find it just watch out for those truffles I'm telling you <laughs> anyways if you are uh, considering gluten-free because of allergy or other reasons feel free to reach out um, I'm no doctor but I have the experience and it has been almost a decade so I can definitely tell you that you know it's not a fad it's not a diet it's a lifestyle change so you know, I'm here for you. Until next time, take care. Hashtag Radiant Daily. <laughs>